It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. morning happy thursday to you welcome into the program hope your day is starting off well it's uh it's not raining so there's that it's not too cold so that's working in your favor as well although we do have more rain coming up this weekend and we've got i was checking out the weather last night and i've noticed that we've got a lot of potential for snow coming up in the next 10 days or so but it's not the potential for a lot of snow, at least from what I was seeing as of last last evening. It can change, of course, but it was like, oh, this day, you know, 60% chance of snow flurries, less than an inch. This day, you know, 50% chance, less than an inch. So we're going to probably be looking at a lot of that stuff falling down, but hopefully not amassing to too much, just so you can make your plans of, well, I guess... Uh, you might have ended up using all the rock salt or sand or whatever it is that you got for last weekend's storm. You probably got it all and thought to yourself, well, I can save this now because I'm not going to need it. And then by Sunday afternoon, you said, oh, well, good thing I got this because I actually do need it. But keep that handy. You'll probably have to have it around next week. But I think we'll get through this week with just some rain coming up on the weekend. You know, yesterday... I had a very strange experience and I'm, I'm going to write an article about it, I think, because it was such a, such an unexpected twist to what happened that I feel like I, I really don't like writing articles about here's what happened to me in my life. I want to give you like information, entertainment, things that will actually make a difference. I, I think Writing about myself is too much of like a personal blog and nobody wants to read that. Nobody cares. I'm sure some of you already roll your eyes how much I talk about what goes on in my life here on the show. But it's called the Tim Weisberg Show, so I can talk about Tim Weisberg on the show. Luckily, they were able to get me to host it and, and, and not the guy that plays the flute. They said, we need a Tim Weisberg to host this show called the Tim Weisberg Show. Do you want to do it? And they said the flute guy was unavailable. He was on tour, so... I said, sure. But anyway, the thing that happened, I'm driving to, I left the, stu the studios here in Fairhaven to drive to Onset to get a haircut. That's where my barber is. And I'm driving down 195. There's a vehicle traveling in the passing lane, the left lane. And he's going, I don't know, I would guess maybe 55, maybe, maybe 60. And I went into that lane to pass some vehicles. 
And he's in that lane kind of traveling along, going slowly. And I was like, well, if I can just get past him, then I can get back into the, the travel lane and be past these cars that were, you know, um, I had I had an hour before my haircut appointment. It wasn't like I was in a rush. I wasn't speeding. But so I'm just behind him, not overly close, but just waiting for him to move out of the way. And when he finally does move out of the way, as I pass by him, he's making a big production out of flipping me off. I was like, what, what did I do? I just waited for you to get out of the way. You were the one that was going under the speed limit in the passing lane, but okay, whatever. And his vehicle was, you know, decorated with pro-Donald Trump bumper stickers. So I was like, well, maybe he recognized me and he just hates my my political views. I don't know, because I didn't do anything else wrong. But I was kind of, you know, dwelling on it a little bit too much. Like, oh, man, I just don't get it. Whoa, whoa, I don't understand. And I'm just like kind of going over my head, what might I have done wrong? And then I realized that I really didn't. And I was kind of upset and, you know, fine, not going to let it ruin my day. And got on to 25 to take the exit for, for Wareham Onset. And as I'm getting ready, again, in the travel lane, getting ready to take the exit right before that, this big pickup truck just cuts me off to take the exit. And I go, what now? Now I'm getting cut. What's going on today? Why is everybody driving like a jerk? And I kind of did one of those things where you hold up your hands like, hey. But I did not, you know, give the one-fingered salute or anything. I just was like, oh, hey, you know, right in front of me. And I mean, it was close. It was very close. So the truck gets off at the next exit. I get off at the next exit. It splits to go left or right. Truck goes right. I go right. And I'm thinking to myself, I hope this guy doesn't think I'm following him. This is the direction I was going anyway. And then there's a light at an intersection shortly after you get on the the back road. And when we get to the light, it's red. He stops in front of me and opens the door of the truck and gets out. Starts walking toward my car. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, man, come on now. This is where this is going to go. And all I'm thinking to myself is, you didn't do anything wrong. Don't do something wrong now. And as he gets out of the car and he starts walking toward me, I see he's, he's an older gentleman. If I had to guess, you know, mid to late 60s, maybe even a little older. And he approaches my window, my driver's side window, and I put down the window and I'm, I'm ready to respond to whatever he's going to say. But I'm, I'm staying in the car. I'm keeping my seatbelt on. I'm not, not going to get out and take it that far. And when I roll down the window, he looks at me. He's got sunglasses on. I can't see his eyes. You know, can't tell, you know, no, no real expression. He looks at me and he says, 
I'm so sorry you were in my blind spot. And I was kind of like taken aback a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, it's no problem at all. No, no, it happens. No, please have a have a great day. And then he went and got back into his car, drove off. And then I was still behind him for quite a little bit. So I hope he wasn't thinking that I, I was following him. But I was kind of dumbfounded that that happened. No one has ever apologized for cutting me off. And I've been driving, what am I, 46? So 30 years? Almost 30. This will be the 30th year. And nobody has ever apologized. And a lot of people have cut me off in that time. I probably cut a few people off myself too, and I've never apologized to them. But I was just dumbfounded by this. So I put something on Facebook about it just because, well, for two reasons. One, I couldn't believe it, and I thought, well, three reasons we'll say. I couldn't believe it, and I thought other people wouldn't be able to either. Two, I thought maybe it would be a nice moment in somebody's day to read that and say, oh, a little bit of faith in humanity restored. And three, I wanted to remember the details of it because I thought I might write an article about it. And as I said, I don't usually write articles about here's what went on in my personal life today. But I feel like that's such an extraordinary circumstance that it's, it's, it's worth a mention and will get people's interest. Also, how sad is it that that is such an extraordinary circumstance? Hey, you're going to cut people off. It happens. It doesn't mean you intended to do it, especially in a big truck like that. And I'm just in a regular sedan. And you see, you know, as much as you can. But every car has that little spot. I've got one. I've got a blind spot in my car. It's always that little area where the back window is. So I get it, and it was a near miss. Let me uh, use that old Gallagher line. Why do we call it a near miss? It's actually a near hit. But it was a near miss, and everything was fine. But I just was so like, oh, my gosh. And I got to the barbershop, told the people in the barbershop about it, and nobody could believe it. So what does that tell you? If If... Not only I've never been apologized to for getting cut off, all these people that I mentioned it to have never had that happen. Maybe we need to be a little bit more courteous when we're out there on the road. But if that person happens to be listening, you know, just know that I was already kind of in a bad mood based on what had happened with the previous driver. And you snapped me out of that with... Just that nice gesture. And you know what? The next time I do it to somebody else, the next time I accidentally cut off another vehicle, I might do the same thing. Although I don't know that it would have the same end result. So maybe I shouldn't. There's a difference between an, an older person getting out of their car and walking toward you and, and then maybe a middle-aged, overweight kind of permanently scowling guy, such as myself, getting out of the car and walking toward you. Somebody might take a little bit more of a defensive position 
And when you think about it, that man was kind of taking a chance because you don't know who is going to, how people are going to react and, and who might be in that other vehicle. You know, you could walk over to somebody and say, hey, I'm sorry I cut you off. And then the next thing you know, they're pointing a gun at you saying, yeah, don't do it again. So I appreciate his, his manners, but luckily, I mean, he was trying to defuse the situation and it could have, could have turned worse. And again, what does that say about society too? So anyway, I just thought that I would share that with you to kind of start your day off if you are out and about and maybe somebody does the same thing to you. Somebody cuts you off. It's probably not intentional. We all make dumb mistakes when we're driving. And it doesn't mean that somebody's paying attention to their cell phone or, you know, doesn't know how to drive. It just happens. I mean, I've been on the other end of it. I've been on the end of things that have happened because people were, had their face in their cell phone. I got, I dumped out on my motorcycle because somebody was, looking at their phone, going around an S-curve on a road that had a lot of sand. And next thing you know, I have to go over onto the side of the road into all that sand and spun out and dumped out. Just ridiculous. Distracted driving is definitely a problem. All right, let's uh, go to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Leon. You are. Oh, how come it's when you tell stories about yourself, you never take commercial breaks, but when somebody has somebody, something actual interesting to say, you cut them off. Oh, I got to take this break. I got to take this break. You just rambled on for the last 16 minutes, maybe longer, about yourself instead of talking about something like news-wise. Well, the, the breaks are basically timed out to happen at certain times. So as I get closer to those times, I have to take those breaks. Uh, just seems like uh, you always make time for your stories to fit them all in. Well, it's no, also I'll, I'll my radio show, too. Uh, I understand. I wish they put somebody else on. Okay. Well, you know, send in a resume. Have a good day. You as well. That's the guy that was sending me app chat messages yesterday. Thank you for calling in. And you know what? I do have to take a break right now. And let me give you a little bit of inside information on that. It's basically... Right around 22 past, right around 41 past, and right around 53 past. Those are when the computer schedules those breaks for. And then when I can float those breaks around depends on how long they are. They're never the same length. So what I do is I look at it and I see how much time is on the clock. And sometimes as callers are discussing things with me, I will be looking over there and saying, okay, if this is a four-minute break and then I have another four-minute break coming up in the next segment, I need to make sure that I have this person wrapped up by this point in time so that I can take this break and have it be done in time to come back for the next break. And I'll tell you another thing, too. Every show that you hear, Javi Carr is a little different. He's got a different break, but 
different setup. But myself, Chris, Barry, we all have the same amount of breaks in our in our hour. Except Barry does have that 12 o'clock hour where he comes on at 12.15 after Bill O'Reilly. So everybody has the same three breaks to take per hour. So I don't take more breaks than somebody else. If I'm guilty of anything, it's I wait too late in the hour to take that second break. And then I get to the point where I've got to take the second and the third one a little too close together. Because I'll let people talk. Seem to get a lot of phone calls around the 40, 35, 40 minute mark of the hour. And then I want to make sure I try to get as many of them in as possible. And I got to keep an eye on that. So there's just a little bit of the, the background info of how it all works. And I don't have any control over the number of commercials in the break. How long the breaks are. That's all done by our traffic people based on the amount of people that want to buy ads in this show. Or in any other show. That's where that's all controlled. So there's, there's the inside info. And if you want to hear something different than what I'm saying, just turn the channel. Turn to a different station. Come back later on. Listen to Chris. Although today Brian is filling in for him. He's going to be here for the remainder of the week. Chris will be back with you on Monday. And, you know, stick around and listen to Barry after that. I don't want you here if you don't like what you're hearing. I am not holding anybody hostage. 508-996-0500. And I do have to take that break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, let's uh, go to a quick call before we go into the newsroom with Ariel. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? Good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I just wanted to uh, say I kind of disagree with your last caller. Uh, I think you do a fantastic job. Uh, your you. breaks are basically the same. You're a very consistent host. Uh, you don't laugh and you don't giggle and you don't joke on your program. I just want to tell you I appreciate what you do. Uh, I want to thank you again for what you, the information that you got out to your call is about the uh, Calm Electric story a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that turned out to be nothing. I was just saying to my wife this morning, they sent out a redaction uh, letter that they were going to do something with our electric on the 9th. The 9th came and gone, and nothing was done with our electric. But I want to thank you again for going out of your way to getting the information out to your listeners. Well, that's what we do here. Yes, I just like I said, I wanted to thank you personally, and I think you do a great job. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good day. Yes, sir. And uh, someone else who does a great job is Ariel at bringing you all the headlines of the day. We're going to go to her in just a moment. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500. If you want to send in an app chat message, by the way, that, that first caller already sent in an app chat message. I mean... You need something better to do with your. You know what? Go to just another Phoenix and have a, have a nice breakfast, and uh, and maybe you'll maybe you'll be in a better mood to start your day. Also, that sounds really good. Some breakfast from just another Phoenix. I'm having a nice lunch later though. I, I have a, a lunch meeting, so I'm gonna save all the carbs for then. All right, let's uh, let's take a break here for the new. What did I say? I said I'm not gonna keep saying take a break for the news. Let's go to the news.
right now with Ariel. See, Ariel, it was already the first time I had to say it. Nikki Haley's GOP poll boost following the exit of Chris Christie does not worry former President Trump. During a town hall event on Fox News, Trump said he has won New Hampshire twice and thinks he will continue to do well in the state. He added that the bigger story wasn't even Christie dropping out of the race, but a hot mic incident that captured the former New Jersey governor saying he thought Haley would get smoked in the race. The southern border crisis continues to be a hot topic heading into the GOP primary in Iowa. In a debate hosted by CNN in Des Moines, Iowa, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said he would build a wall and and have Mexico pay for it. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley said she would defund sanctuary cities and implement the Remain in Mexico policy. After a major storm, the eastern U.S. is cleaning up from the northeast to the deep south. Rivers from New England to the mid-Atlantic were at flood stage Wednesday because of heavy rain and over 120,000 homes and businesses across the, the northeast were still without power last night. An Alabama judge is allowing the nation's first execution using nitrogen gas later this month. Kenneth Eugene Smith was sentenced to death for killing a woman in 1988 and survived a botched execution attempt via lethal injection in November of 2022. Nick Saban is moving on to the next chapter of his life after announcing his retirement from being Alabama's head football coach. Saban's team won three national championships during the bowl championship series era and three more after the start of the college football playoff. In 10 seasons of the CFP, the Crimson Tide qualified eight times. The purse for the 150th Kentucky Derby is setting a new record at $5 million. Churchill Downs announced Wednesday that the purse has been raised by $2 million for this year's event in May. This is the first boost for the Derby in five years, with the winner's share going from $1.86 million to $3.1 million. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Patriots special team... Brendan Schooler was named to the NFL PA Players All-Pro Team. Schooler tied for the league lead with 13 special team tackles in 2023, playing 89% of the snaps while appearing in all 17 games. The Celtics earned a 127-120 overtime victory against the Timberwolves at TD Garden. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 45 points for the green. Jalen Brown recorded a double-double with 35 points and 11 rebounds. Eric White chipped in with nine points, six rebounds, and six assists. Boston will visit the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. And after falling to the Coyotes in overtime, the Bruins visit the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Clouds and sun this morning with temperatures in the mid-30s. Dry for today and into tomorrow. This afternoon, increasing clouds, temps in the mid-40s. 30 and clear overnight. More sun and clouds for tomorrow. Temperatures will remain in the mid-40s. 38 is the normal high. Friday overnight into Saturday, we await the next powerful storm that could bring a renewed or worsened risk for flooding. Stay tuned. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
will wake you up before you go go, and you can always set the alarm on your WBSM app, and that will allow you to wake up to the station no matter what time you wake up, whether it's this morning, whether it's later in the morning, whether you sleep during the day and wake up in the evening. doesn't matter. It's one of the many great features on the app brought to you by South Coast Towing. Let's uh, go back to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Shawnee. So anyway, um, I don't have the app, but WBSM, the number, can you text to that number? Can you? No, no, it's that's just a regular phone line. It's uh, it doesn't it doesn't receive texts. The um, the texting that we have is actually a feature that's on the app where you open it up in the app and it allows you to text it in the window and then that sends it to us um, on a on a web page for us to read. Oh, I don't know how to do the app. So anyway, um, what I what I wanted to um, ask you: Why can't you have it fair, to be fair? Why can't you make it like um, so many minutes each caller? Given that I do, it's gen- that, it, yeah, it's generally it's generally three minutes per caller. That's that's a general rule I, of thumb. I know, but no, because I listen to the radio all day, and some of them don't do it that way. I'll be honest with you; they let others speak longer than others, and. Well, I think uh, yeah. I think if somebody has a call that's that's going on that's pretty good, they they're gonna, they're not going to want to cut it off just because they've hit the three minute mark. If something's really good, you want to keep that conversation going. No, I don't agree with that. You should keep it at if it's three minutes, do three minutes for everybody. That's it. Because some some of them they yap and yap and yap, and it, you might like it. Somebody might like the person that's calling better than you know. Like you might like my call and not somebody else's. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm just shrugging my shoulders at it, saying it, it, it is what it is. Like, it, there's no, it's not like, uh, it's not like we have any hard rules that we have to follow in this here. You well, know, if, know, if you want somebody I'm to keep you on longer, be interesting to them. That's all I can say, I guess. Yeah, that's what, all I'm saying is that, that it's, you know, it's, to, to me, it's not fair that way. And sometimes they leave you hanging for too long on the, you know, waiting. That's only my 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 beef about it. I don't know. You you just get on the air quite a bit, Johnny. And I I think you know you you have people put people put you on the air. They know you're a good caller. Oh, I don't I think I don't think they're making something. you sit around. Yesterday, yesterday, um, Brian's so funny. He's, <laughs> he 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 when he was filling in, I had I had such a good laugh. There was a guy that called in. About the toilet, the water going up and down and all around. <laughs> it was so funny. You should try to hear it. You can listen to it, right? Yeah. Well, if you were able to get the app, you could listen to it anytime. You get all the podcasts. I don't know why. I don't know why you have an issue with the app. It's super easy to use. Uh, well, I don't know how to do it because so, I'm I'm old. That's why. I'm nah, not you're not old. You can you can do it. I'm not savvy with technology, but I'll I'll learn. But you try to listen to the show yesterday, and you are going to laugh, Brian. With the conversation with the guy that was going number one, he called it, and the toilet was the the water was going up and down and all around. It's real funny. I'll have to give it a listen. Yeah, the way Brian did it, I had a real good laugh. Okie dokie. Right. I got to go to I got to go to a funeral today. Oh no, so I'm so sorry. Listening. Yeah, my girlfriend's mother. I'm sorry. We'll send, a, send her all of our best. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She had a massive stroke, but actually, it's better to have it that way than a stroke where you're hanging around and you're...
can't, you know, move and you've got people waiting on you and mm-hmm. stre- it's too stressful the other way. My grandfather had one of those where, you know, he, we, he couldn't communicate for, I mean, he only lived a few months after it, but you know, it was, it was rough. He, he couldn't do anything for himself. He couldn't communicate. And it was, he was, he was not, he didn't have a very good quality of life. So I, I completely understand what you're saying. How old was he? Cause my grandmother had one in their sixties and was the same way. He, he had already turned 80. I want to say he was either 80 or 81. I don't oh, remember exactly what, there. I don't exactly remember what time of year it happened. He was up there though in age. Yeah. Okay, Tim, have a great day. You as well. And All right. Bye. And uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, cheerful voice. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy your show. Thank you. And I and I get up that early to watch it. I mean, to watch it, to listen to it. And, um, well, I guess the other guy really likes it a lot, too, because he's up so early. So. Yeah, know, the people, the people, the people who have negative things to say, I always will respond, you know, with, if you don't like it, don't listen, but they still listen. So yeah, I think they really exactly. do like it. He loves it. He loves it. And really he, probably, <laughs> he probably loves that he, that we're talking about him now. So that's right. And, um, anyway, I saw that, um, barbecue sauce like on, um, uh, Amazon. It was only $13 for 18 ounce. For the James river. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, I went and had a, a three-way beef sandwich yesterday before my haircut. Oh, no kidding at that place in Wayham? Yep. What's the name of it now? Uh, Pizza Boy. Mary Grown. Pizza, what might I say? Mary Grown. Pizza Boy. Okay, it sounds like something like that, a cannibal. That's a cute name. Yeah. Well, one, one time, I'll, I'll get my three minutes up here. One time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one time my father and I, of a family, we had a Volkswagen van. We had five kids at the time. And um, we were going to Vermont, and my father had a CB radio, and he thought he was so cool. So his name, his, his handle was Moby Dick. His name was Richard, so he, he gave himself that name, Moby Dick. So he's on there, and he's, he's wanting some guy up ahead. Watch out, Smokey's behind. Smokey's coming up from behind or some um, somewhere like that. And uh, the guy goes, oh, thanks for wanting me, Moby Dick. And he says, yeah, he goes, no problem. He's <laughs> It was a state copper. I put my father over. He was talking to him. (laughs) He was talking to that guy, to the cop. Oh, no, the cop started cracking up laughing. It was a nice, you know, that gave us a nice ride. My father was looking nice. He just laughed in his face. And then then, uh, that was, I thought that was funny. That was a good story. I saw that on your, um, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. It never happens. I think I'm, I, like I said, I'll probably write a little article about it. Maybe, maybe the guy yeah. will read it and be, you know, oh, you know, I appreciate somebody. Back. Or, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, a lot of people should be like that, and tell that guy to go back to bed. <laughs> to go back to bed. <laughs> All right. Thank you for hey, the call. You have a great day. You as well. See you later. And uh, I'm going to take one more call here, and then I've got to take a break because you know it's 6:42. And I should take the break, but I'm going to allow for another call first because, you know, it's what I do. I take the phone calls. Um, But before I go to this call, I'm going to open up the clock on my phone, go to the stopwatch and say, Lamone, you're on the air. And I've started the timer. You've got three minutes exactly. After you spent 40 minutes, 40 seconds getting up. No, no, I just started it as soon as you started talking. I mean, like between as you're starting the before you got to start the stopwatch, you're you're wasting um, valuable time. So I, there's uh, hello, hello. <laughs> I, I know. Um, 
I, this is this guy, this, this black dude, his name is Kareem. He said he knew from back there, from back then. He said he said you guys used to eat breakfast with each other back back when you guys were younger. Black dude, you know, remember a dude named Kareem? Uh, the only Kareem that I knew was someone who would uh, come to the Celtics games, and uh, he would sit next to me in the media section. And he was the manager of a of a nightclub in Boston. Well, this is another Kareem. He had some kind of like Irish name. He said he would have breakfast breakfast all the time. His last name was his name was Kareem O'Wheat. So no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I walked right into that. I will. You walked right into that. You walked right into that. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, I agree with that first caller earlier. Well, when he talked about you, about you, but about, about short changing people on the, on the thing. I don't mind. You know, yeah, I know it's met in jest. Not often, sometimes it is, but I think it's. I think it's. Enjoy, I enjoy talking to you, and and, and since I I call from so far away, you don't have anybody else calling you nearly every day from the, completely across the country in another time zone and stuff like that. And still having to pay five dollars every time I call it doesn't block my number. So that seems you, should, you should probably get a better calling well, plan, Lamone. Well I got unlimited everything, like I said, but ever since I've had this number since ninety nine, it's it's been that way. And it's like there's like three numbers that are left that that are only blocked that I that I've had on Jump Street one of them changed. So yeah, so anyway. we're we're at a minute so left, thinking, just so you know. Oh, okay, just, just chill, brother. It's a nice episode. Okay, I was thinking, I was talking about, thinking about like how Ariel, you were telling me yesterday about the, your former assistant that was working there with you, mm-hmm. how she left and was making, and, 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 and she's all into makeup and stuff like that. Yep. And I think like Ariel seems to be really talented. I hope she doesn't leave too soon. I hope she sticks around, but she seems really nice. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm amazed by her progression in the positive way, how she's how she's. Especially the name, you know, pronunciation of all the things. I remember she used to call them the Celtics. So, you know, I don't think she said the Celtics, no. <laughs> Dang, it's right, been a we while, got 20, 20 uh, seconds, Lamont. 20 York seconds. Knickerbockers, too. Oh, oh, that was 20 seconds. That's this quick 40 seconds. That was way quick. I'm that timing it. I've got the timer right in front of me. 10 seconds. Oh, well, hell, hell's bells. Like I said, it's terrible out there. So, uh, it, it's going to be so sad how. How dry winter is out there. You're not gonna have the snowpack that you, that you're so used right. to. We, we, we just hit the three minute mark. I gotta I gotta hold you there. Gotta hold you there. Three minutes. All right. See, that's that's what I'm saying. People say, "Oh, you let Lamone talk forever." I'm like, "No, no. I keep him to three minutes. It just feels like it's longer." So. Sorry, Lamone. Got to move on. Got to take a break. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in just a few moments. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send in those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, that is Madonna. Madonna played in Boston the other night. We have the story 
at WBSM.com about the late start to that show. Madonna wasn't expected to take the stage until 10.20. She ended up actually going on earlier than that. She went on at 10.15. I don't know about you, but who has all night long on a Monday night to wait for an act to come out and take the stage? That's, that's a late start. The opening act didn't start until 9.00. Because they said, you know, with the intricacies of Madonna, this is this is the quote that uh, TD Garden gave. Due to the intricacies of the Madonna production, tonight's show is starting later than expected. Thank you for your patience. What I don't I don't get that. You know, they've been on this tour for a while. They know the intricacies of the production. Why did why did it have to take so long? An opening act should go on at seven, and the main act should go on by nine. Um, there was. I thought there was a curfew in Boston for when shows could end, but I I guess that's not true anymore. I know in Mansfield they have to end by 11. So I don't know. They must have gotten rid of that in Boston, or maybe it was never really true. Because I did go to a concert that went super late once. I, I saw Guns N' Roses when they first were going out with this new Axel lineup back in 2002, and they didn't go on stage till after 10 o'clock. I think it was almost 11 because they were flying in from Toronto and Axl Rose was surprised late. But the crowd that's going to see a Madonna show on a Monday night, it's probably an older crowd that probably has to go to work the next morning and probably does not appreciate the main act not coming out until 10, 15 at night. And she played until after midnight. She wrapped up at 12, 20. Do you know what, what is a problem with that? The garages around TD Garden close at 1 a.m. I would hope that they extended that closing time so that people had time to get out of their seats and gather up all their stuff and go through the mass of humanity to get through the, the exits and down into their cars. And then there's that line of cars waiting to get out. I'm sure that anybody that was in line, they didn't, they didn't shut down on them, but still. And I know that they close at 1 a.m. because I missed it one time. On a St. Patrick's Day, I went out with some friends after the Celtics game. It was an early game. Went out after the game, came back. It was 1.08. And I couldn't get out of the garage. I couldn't even get into the garage. The, the elevators were locked to go down to the garage. So I couldn't even sleep in my car. I ended up having to go home with some random people that I met at the bar and crash on their couch. But they are serious about that. I'm sure they extended that. Especially nowadays. I don't know how much it costs to park in, in those garages now. In those days, it was 25 bucks. It's probably closer to 50 now. But I don't know. I, I get it. I, and I like a show with intricate production, but I also would hate going to a show on a weeknight that starts at 10.15. 508-996-0500. Maybe you were at that show and you can let me know how, how all that went and what it was like trying to get home afterwards. That, that Guns N' Roses show, I had to go in and open the diner the next morning at 5 a.m. Didn't get out until after 1. It was snowing. Didn't get home until 4 and just didn't sleep.
Changed clothes, turned around, went back to work. All right, we're going to take our final break of the hour. We'll be right back. And welcome back in. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Reverend. Morning. I called you a couple of times because I was on hold twice, and then you you took uh, Ramon's call. But I'm driving, so I had to pull over every time I try to get in there. But my call was about Ramon. Now, Ramon out in Las Vegas talking about these timed phone calls. I mean, Ramon, this is for you. How many times does Mr. Weisberg tell you he has to go to a break and you're still slapping your gums, you refuse to hang up, and listen, Mr. Weisberg has no trouble hanging up on me, and it doesn't bother me. I call back the next day. So I'm sure he can hang up on you and you can survive the event. I mean, just hang up gracefully when he has to go to a break because it's starting to get on my nerves. You hear me, Ramon? You need to let it go. With that, have a good day, everybody. I shall continue driving now. You as well, and stay stay safe on the roads. And if anybody cuts you off, hopefully they apologize to you as well. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing I would do. I would apologize right away if I'm in the mood. <laughs> if you're in the mood. Thank you. Mr. Have a Biden. good day, Mary. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're in the mood. <laughs> I, I, can, I can imagine that. Like, I'm picturing kind of like she's. She's got like some dice in her hand, you know, and it's like comes up even, she's going to apologize. Comes up odd, she's not. Uh, Sid, I, I got the opportunity to meet Mary in person the other day, as I, as I said on the air, and she's, she's a very nice person. So I think that, you know, we have, um, we have a, an eclectic mix of, of people who call in to the program. And I know, listen, I love Lamone. But also, I feel the same way that a lot of you do about Lamone. But people will actually send in app chat messages and send emails and ask about him if he hasn't called in yet. So Lamone does have a, a little bit of a following. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's callers that I hear in the rest of the day. And I'm like, oh, this guy again. So I, I get it. I, I feel you. A lot of the times it's, you know, the, the, the one thing that bothers me more than anything when it comes to calls, are the people who try to hijack away a conversation. It's one thing if I'm just sitting here and we're, we're talking about some different stuff, do, you know, having what I call radio ADD, where we're going from one topic to another, and you call in and you want to bring something up. But if I have a guest or if I'm getting a bunch of calls on a particular subject and somebody calls in and wants to change the subject, I might say, oh, you know, we're talking about something else right now. You know, maybe call back later with that. If you call in and you don't know what we're talking about at all because you're not listening to the program, you just call different morning broadcasts. See, at least with Lamone, I know he's listening. I know that he's got the, the WBSM app open and is listening to what, what we're talking about. And although he goes all over the place, he's trying to, to tie it in to some degree. But the calls that irk me are the ones where it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but here's what I want to talk about today. And that's because those people get up, they have a list of, of talk radio shows that are on and taking phone calls at that time, and they just call each one and repeat the same thing on every one of those calls. It's, it's a real thing. People do that. You hear Ferris on other shows. You hear him call into some of the national shows. 
That's why he calls himself the number one caller broadcaster in the world. But at least, at least Ferris has the wherewithal to tie it into at least what he heard when he was on hold. There's other callers that don't even do that. Anyway, 508-996-0500. That is a number if you want to be a caller broadcaster. If you want to have your say. Uh, coming up in the next hour, I want to talk about this um, report that's in the Herald News regarding the digit, digit 